0: this morning from the city of monmouth we have mayor rod davies good morning mr mayor
1: good morning vanessa
0: also with us ken helms communications director good morning ken
1: good morning
0: how are you guys oh we're doing oh, very well good. thanks good hope uh, hope you have a really good week because there's uh, there's no rain in the forecast but we could yeah. definitely use some but we're going to hang tight because of the fair
1: yeah mm-hmm. yep yep that'll be good uh a little cloudy smoke's gone for now so yeah we'll hopefully we'll It'll be a great week for everyone.
0: Yeah, the air quality alerts, Ken, that we received Mm -hmm. uh, due to the 900 wildfires in Canada. Those were intense over the weekend and through yesterday.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. You kind of see uh, the smoke down here, and yeah, that's just, it's really something.
0: A little different, for sure. Gentlemen, you had a meeting last night. You had a full house at first, celebrating their retirement.
1: Yeah, yeah, Officer Jim McBay uh retired uh, from the monmouth police department after 23 years of service uh the police chief uh, recognized his service uh, with a certificate and a really nice wooden plaque uh, with a copy which a replica of his badge and uh, it was a really nice uh, nice event and there was a lot of uh, members from the department and obviously family and friends there too Uh, thank him for his years of service and uh, and let him know how much it was appreciated
0: all right congratulations to officer Jimmy McVeigh that's uh, nice to see that retirement he can focus on landscaping yes and And grave digging he said and and (laughs) part-time
1: grave digging he said that's right Um, we also uh, had a request for a street closure at our last meeting from Carla Wallace Uh, for the last uh, decade or so Carla has her back to school backpack block party at South Park. Uh, this year, it's on uh, Saturday, July 29th. Uh, I'm sure she always is looking for some help with some supplies or bikes or things uh, that uh, kids can use to going back to school. And uh, so she requested a street closure, and they're going to cl- close the 1100 block on South A Street for a... Uh, uh, trolley uh like a small train uh to for the kids to ride in and so th- we we were able to accommodate that and so that'll be another new item that's uh kind of been added to uh to her event okay so, yeah looking forward
0: to it carlo be here on friday
1: oh okay great yeah. yeah um and uh ken why don't you handle the uh the yeah. Reports.
2: Uh so after that we had the uh Monmouth Fire Department monthly report that Chief Rex wrote gave. Uh last year or er, I'm sorry, last month uh the department did uh, quite uh extensive training. Uh they've logged over uh, five hundred and two hours of training um on a number of different items, uh fire attack, reading smoke, uh pharmacology, uh medication errors, um those kind of different things. But one of the really cool Uh, training that they did do uh, at the Monmouth College actually Uh, Monmouth College has a a pretty advanced and uh, neat elevator uh, there in the science building and they've all went through uh, different uh, rope rescue classes uh, things like that over the last year so they wanted to get some uh, practice and some training opportunity there so the college Uh, Let them practice a simulated training event where uh, somebody was stuck in the elevator at a lower floor and they had to raise them up uh, to get through. Uh, It's pretty cool. There's some pictures of it on uh, the fire department's Facebook page uh, where you can kind of see uh, the different equipment that they used, uh, some pretty uh, specialized and sophisticated equipment Mm -hmm. to do it all safely, a lot of tie-offs, different things like that and uh, that was all spearheaded by a firefighter uh, osborne who uh, started up that program kind of made all the arrangements for it and that okay Uh, we also had uh, another really good training opportunity that assistant chief spears lined up with uh, med force uh, where they did a landing uh, across the way from the fire station kind of went over some practice on how to set up uh, you know proper landing zones things like that uh, monous fire Has a lot of special training in extrication um, and other uh, tactics that would come in very handy if they were, um, you know, in a mutual aid situation to one of the rural environments or just in somewhere complicated. And with with that kind of thing, um, a lot of times the bird will land in the field uh, with them to do the transport if there's been uh, quite a bit of different trauma, uh, things like that. Uh, then we had the police department monthly report that Chief Schweitzer gave. Uh, he, like uh, Mayor Davies said, I uh, talked a little bit about uh, Officer Jimmy McVeigh retiring. Um, he also uh, let council know that our public safety officer, uh, Robin Avery, is also going to be uh, retiring uh, within the next couple months. There, uh, so we've been advertising her position. Uh, to see what kind of applicants uh, we could get uh, to fill that. Her duties uh, involve uh, animal control uh, primarily. Uh, We do have a couple applicants there. I believe they're actually having uh, interviews this week. So we should uh, start seeing something there. And then they begin, uh, you know, tactical planning, things like that, for the car show that's going to be coming up. And uh, that's about it.
0: Yeah, that car show is just right around
1: the corner Mm -hmm. yeah it sure is first friday in august and uh, um, i'm hoping that it gets back to normal after you know a couple years of being uh, modified a bit due to covid so um, it was growing again last year so i expect even bigger and better this year yeah
0: yeah I think you can pretty much count on that every event this year it mm-hmm. seems like has been busting at the seams or setting record breaking attendance so mm-hmm. uh, even your your local events so yep
2: yeah even the even the small events mm-hmm. um, like the uh a uh, weekly farmers' market I see um, that's right here on first street uh, that always seems to be very busy every time I stop
1: by there, yeah
0: so. okay, what was next on the agenda?
1: Well, um, the council approved the lease of uh, the city-owned property at 200 South Main Street, the old Bonds uh, building there. Um, The previous tenant has vacated the property, and uh, um, the uh, Mexican grocery store and takeout restaurant there in the 100 block of uh, East Archer uh, needed to uh, move, and so we were able to accommodate that. Uh, She has a building it in the 300 block of North Main Street, and it's gonna It'll be probably 18 months or so before that building is completely renovated and ready to be used So the council approved an 18-month uh, lease with a six-month extension uh, if ne- necessary and uh, So that that was uh, I think good for both parties. It, it gives us an opportunity to uh, have that property filled and help out a local business and I uh, because there's going to be expansion into that spot from mm-hmm. uh, uh, from Mex on Main. There, they're going to grow and expand into into that spot. So,
0: okay. So, walk me through it one more time. So, because uh, there's a lot of places to keep track of. Sure. Sorry. So, which building um, is going to be? Are we talking about the building here over on Vons. Main Street? Vaughn's building. building. Okay, building, yes. which was the Mexican restaurant? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
1: it's now going to become the, that. Uh, mexican grocery store and takeout restaurant is okay. moving into there from
0: behind Mex on main yes so super
1: super mercado, Hermo-
0: mercado. yes wish i could yeah. say that better i apologize it's not right yeah. in front of me
1: yeah super mercado cuatro hermanos okay yeah. okay perfect so yeah
0: so she's going to get a chance to move
1: yeah she she has a property that she owns on in the 300 block of north main street but that property's not ready for gotcha. use and to move in so she needed a place for a while while that was being worked on so mm-hmm. this it worked out great for both parties
0: yeah she's been in here before and she's got a very unique store mm-hmm. with a lot uh, a lot to offer as well so mm-hmm. interesting okay some yeah. movement happening it's yeah. good that that Vaughn's uh space can get used again
1: yes yeah it, it, we're and, and it's worked out great for for them and um y- you know when we remodeled it and made the improvements to it we made it a flexible space it could be a retail space but it could also be a food uh, preparation space uh, or for a restaurant kind of could use it either way and so this case it, it'll work out well for for them because it's set up that way so okay yeah um also um as you know the governor ended the uh, uh covid mandates and uh, his uh, Executive order ended and so uh, when that ended uh, you know the Sometimes our council members aren't able they're out of town aren't able to attend our meetings in person But still want to participate so we needed to adopt an ordinance that allowed um, Virtual attendance at our council meetings and there's uh, three or four specific requirements that have to be met for them to be able to participate mm-hmm. remotely and so council took care of that business last night and approved unanimously uh, the the ordinance allowing a uh, remote attendance so, okay um, in another matter we had a housekeeping uh, matter to clean up there was an ordinance modifying the setback variance for three of the um, new houses that are built out in uh, the new housing development there were three items that uh, had gone into we had a 25 foot setback Uh, they're established for that Uh, three of them because they they tilted and changed the uh, footprint of the buildings kind of went to needs to change that down to 21 feet so um, so we council approved it last time, but we didn't have enough to pass on a first reading. So they revisited the issue and uh, approved that variance for those three units uh, there at Town Townhome. So that's been taken care of and um, that's kind of of completed our agenda. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, any feedback on the Urban Hen Ordinance as you pick that back up in August. Ken, have you had any feedback from the community?
2: Uh, I know we've gotten a few phone calls um, up at City Hall about it. Um, Not sure how the, um, I guess for lack of a better word, the spread is on that as far as whether it's more positive or more negative um, on that, but at least we've gotten some feedback there. Uh, So before the next council meeting, we'll kind of collate all that together and make sure that the council members have that Uh, information so they can make the uh, informed judgment there
0: mayor yeah who's who's getting the chance to talk to folks
1: Um, you know we've received some feedback Uh, I've received some personally I got an email from a local realtor that expressed concern about uh, this negatively impacting the uh, property values of the properties adjacent to the um, to the uh, places that have uh, the livestock uh, hens, um, so uh, you know that's kind of the direction I've gotten back was m- more negative than positive uh, concerns about you know um, predators being in the neighborhood um, y- you know concerns uh, the concerns were over not responsible ownership but irresponsible ownership if uh, you know if folks aren't uh, mowing the yard and keeping it picked up and generally taking care of their property and uh, their concerns were maybe they wouldn't uh, uh, be the same uh, lax treatment for the, uh, for the hens, which could cause concerns or problems for them. So,
0: Okay. And uh, the number to City Hall, 734-2141, if people do mm-hmm. have feedback or they can uh, send an email as well. What's the best email address?
1: Um,
2: probably info, I-N-F-O, at cityofmonmouth.com. And if you've got a website uh, or if you've got access to the, the internet as well of course send in the email you can go to cityofmonmouth.com and uh, we have contact we have a, a really clear contact form right on there too uh, where you can uh, send your feedback and then it, it goes that way as well um, this is one of those issues it's really important that uh, we get as much feedback as we can before a decision is made on it um, a lot of times uh what we see um with these type of policy decisions is the majority of the feedback actually comes after a decision has been made um is it's just i don't know if it's lag um what what causes that um but this is one of the things where um i think all the elected officials would like to get as much feedback as they can um in whatever capacity it is um before they make the vote on
1: it yeah I, i Of all the issues in my 18 years as mayor that we've been involved with the one issue I got the most angry phone calls and emails and feedback was after the passage of the golf carts people were really angry about that I I let them know that the time for them to express their displeasure was before the vote not after the vote and you know it's hard to change it once councils approved it so I uh, Uh, you know that's why you know again let your alderman know or let us know at city hall
0: sure sure you know in the old days it was easier to get information out you just had traditional newspaper radio and tv you didn't have Mm -hmm. all this other info hitting people daily where it's hard to to see what the big issues are so it it can be so challenging to reach people with Mm -hmm. with information so the vote uh for this comes up in august
1: yeah, I think it'll be back on the agenda at our first meeting in August.
0: Okay, so let's move on to, if you don't mind, since you had a short agenda last night, uh, some uh, um, the Dollar General that's going up out on mm. Broadway. So man, they're going up in a hurry, and again, this is not something the city of Monmouth sought. This is the real estate purchase that occurred, and you guys didn't find out until after the fact, correct?
1: Right. Y- yeah. The current, pro- uh the, the previous property owner sold it without, you know, any discussion. I mean, as people can. Sure. Um, you know, it uh, they're free to sell their property and sell it to pretty much who they want, and it was one of those circumstances. They didn't receive any incentives or benefits from the city. Um, y- you know, again. Uh, Those are things that, uh, you know, we have a lot of existing businesses. Uh, For some reason, they have a retail study that says that's a good business model for them. So apparently that's what guided their decision. Sure,
0: sure. And so that'll be over on that side of town, over by El Toro and Cottage Corner. Uh, Does that make it tougher on you, though, to try to find a retail to some some sort of retail like like a shopco. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that we'll ever find a shopco uh, yeah. again, but maybe someday you never know. how how challenging is it to find that retail outlet to come here? and now there's no property since Hy-Vee owns the shopco building, right?
1: Yeah um, yeah, we we really, really worked hard and uh, we' had a membership with the retail coach and have used a lot of resources to try and attract and uh, recruit a, a retailer to replace Shopko uh, that was closed due, not to the demand here locally because it was one of their few profitable, profitable chains uh, positions. But um, it, it's, you know, the whole chain uh, went bankrupt. So there's, you know, you know, that affects all of them. And we just, you know, and then the pandemic hit and retailers were not really interested in brick and mortar sites uh it's coming back around some but uh, it it is very challenging and it's just hard to overcome the mindset or the trend that things get to you know at some point and we're in that where they feel that they don't need brick and mortar sites to conduct their retail business i guess Uh,
2: online shopping has um just really made huge changes in the last few years and then when covid happened and uh there was the restrictions and there was there was all that the the trends changed substantially um, sure and those trends uh, there's still a lot of online purchasing things like that um luckily uh from a government standpoint from a local government standpoint we do uh we are able to capture some of the taxes that are generated from online sales, which does help us um, make improvements and provide services, that kind of thing. Uh, but the brick-and-mortar stores are where um, you can kind of start to get the, the culture of small-town America, the the walking around, all that stuff. But unfortunately, it's, it's so incredibly hard mm-hmm. to recruit people to that. Um, a lot of times, especially when you have – uh, economic stresses um, mm-hmm. nationwide like you're currently um, happening uh, when you have building materials when you have all these different factors that are putting into it uh, the corporations the large ones that are standing up stores different things like that and trying to reach those corporations trying to recruit them in the first place when they have entire teams and then pay consultants and all these other different things to do all that market research for them mm-hmm. uh, it, it just it becomes very hard to try and do it uh, to bring him in Uh, we're really lucky to have administrator Steinbrecher here who has as much economic uh, development experience as he has uh, but even there it's it's a challenge
0: well you know what um we just keep on plugging Mm -hmm. away and that dollar general on that side of town they must have a reason to think that it should be there and it uh, it, you know there maybe eases stress on the one on the one south and and um, over by circle k maybe it eases stress on those two locations yeah i can
1: i can only assume that there's there again like i, I keep referring to the casey's out north mm-hmm. when they came and i expressed my concern that we had two very uh, uh existing uh, casey's with loyal uh, neighborhood customers and we certainly didn't want to lose those and they said they had no concerns about closing sure. them or intentions of closing them because uh, the one they were building would draw from the from the uh, bypass, and I'm wondering, given the location, if that isn't the thought process with mm-hmm. with them there.
0: It fits the model. If you drive across the nation, you yeah. typically yeah. see a Dollar General about yeah. what.
2: I travel every weekend, uh, pretty much, and I can always come across a Dollar General. Yeah, um, just, the, just the, off the highway. Yep, yeah. the Casey's stuff like that, that all seems to be regional dependent based upon where you're at. But sure. a Dollar General, uh, if I need to stop and get some dog food or some bread or whatever for my dog that's with me,
1: yeah, I know I can find a Dollar General.
0: <laughs> and any other business development or housing development news?
1: Um Well, we've been... um you know looking at a couple of options uh, when it, things look a little clearer We'll be sure to share them with you um, right now. They're so early and preliminary it It doesn't warrant much discussion, but I would mention that uh, we did receive a representative Sorensen's office has been putting forth a community project funding request for our lead service lines and uh, That uh, we received news yesterday that it's gone Uh, another step forward and and a positive one that it was uh, put forth again at the appropriations interior subcommittee um, and they approved uh, uh, at least uh, half of that uh, his initial request so uh, we we will that's another step closer to the finish line and we hope uh, that receives positive uh, reinforcement and and positive action because we could certainly use all the money to uh, help uh, pay for that lead service line replacement. Um, also, they just finished uh, putting in a new water main in the uh, um, in the block uh, just prior to uh, uh, Euclid there on Sixth Street. So that completes the new water main on Sixth Street all the way from from uh, south of uh, Broadway to. Uh, All the way north now so that that was a good one and so now they're beginning the process of connecting the houses on the west side of the 6th Street to the east side where the new water main is and uh, so that's our next project we got the water main in on Harlem or excuse me on Euclid and um, that road work we hope will be beginning soon and so um, we're very excited to get these projects underway finally after Working on them for such a long time, and
2: okay. uh, BNSF actually came in a few days ahead of their schedule uh, on those ra- on those there. railroad closings. Uh, I know that makes everybody happy. We got uh, quite a few phone calls um, over that, and you know it. That's tough because the railroad has uh, a lot of rights, um, and we basically don't have any control over those <laughs> crossings. Um, but We would have liked to have seen them separated a little bit, but we do thank the workers for finishing it up uh, as quick as they could um, because that, that was some pretty good impaction, I believe. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you for the updates.
1: Thank you. Have Appreciate a good it. rest of your week. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Ken Helms with us. Communications Director with the City of Monmouth and Mayor Rod Davies on 1330 W R A M and FM 94.1.